the one in the back seat urged. From what we've seen today, there sure as hell isn't anything else of interest on this rock. Charlotte wondered how the three in the car had found their way all the way out to Merton Road. Only the locals and the summer regulars were aware that the old strip of pavement dead-ended at the border of the private nature conservancy known as the Rain Shadow Preserve. The trio in the vibe was a familiar species on Rain Shadow during the summer months. The type typically arrived on the private yachts and sailboats that crowded the marina on the weekends. They partied heavily all night long in the dockside taverns and restaurants, and when the bars closed down, they moved the parties to their boats. Come back here, damn it, the driver ordered. He wore a pastel polo shirt that probably had a designer label stitched inside. His light brown hair had obviously been cut in an expensive salon. We won't hurt you. We just want you to give us a tour of the spooky places the guy in the bar told us about. Forget the ugly little bitch, Derek, the man in the back seat said. No boobs on her anyway. Trying to get into this preserve's a waste of time. Let's go back to town. I need a drink and some weed. We came all the way out here to see the preserve, Derek insisted, his tone turning surly. I'm not going back until this bitch shows us where it is. He raised his voice. You hear me, weird bitch? Yeah, the man in the passenger seat said. I want to see the place, too. Let's make the bitch show us. Charlotte's pulse pounded. She was walking as swiftly as she could. Any faster and she would be running. She was very frightened, but her feminine intuition warned her that if she ran, the three men would be out of the vibe in an instant, pursuing her like a pack of wild animals. Is she ignoring us? The man in the passenger seat asked. Yeah, I think she's ignoring us. That's just flat out rude. Someone needs to teach her some manners. Damn right, Garrett, Derek said. Let's get her. This is stupid, the man in the back seat said, but the other two paid no attention to him. Derek brought the vibe to a stop and jumped out. Garrett followed, and so did the man in the rear seat, albeit with obvious reluctance. Charlotte knew that she had no choice now but to run. She fled toward the woods at the end of Merton Road. Derek and Garrett laughed and gave chase. Her only hope was to reach the dark trees up ahead. If she could get even a short distance into the preserve, she might be able to lose the three behind her. It was common knowledge on the island that things got very strange inside the preserve. There were risks to the strategy. She might get lost herself. It could be days before she was found or managed to stumble out on her own, if ever. According to the local residents, it was not unheard of for people to disappear for good inside the preserve. The pounding footsteps got louder. Derek and Garrett were gaining on her. She could hear their harsh, angry breathing. She knew then that she probably would not be able to outrun them. She was almost at the end of the pavement, thinking she just might make it after all, when a hand closed around her arm and dragged her to a halt. She whirled, all of her still-developing parasenses hitting the upper limits of her talent in response to the adrenaline and fear flooding through her. The driver, Derek, was the one who had grabbed her. Garrett hovered nearby. The third man hung back, clearly uneasy about the way the violence was escalating. With her senses at full sail, she could see the dark paranormal rainbows cast by the auras of the three men. For all the good that did her, she thought bitterly, 
She did not need to see the flaring bands of ultralight to know that of the three, Derek was the most unstable and therefore the most dangerous. Why couldn't she have been born with something flashier and more useful in the way of a talent? The ability to deliver a psychic hypnotic command or a freezing blast of energy that would stop Derek cold would have been nice. She had no choice now but to fight. She flailed wildly with the flashlight. A brief flicker of satisfaction swept through her when the metal barrel struck Derek on his upper arm. She hauled back for another blow. Who do you think you are? Derek snarled. I'll teach you to hit me. His face twisted into a vicious mask. He shook her furiously. The flashlight fell from her hand. Her glasses went flying. Garrett laughed nervously. That's enough, Derek. She's just a kid. Garrett's right, the man from the back seat said. Come on, Derek, let's get out of here. We've got a lot of drinking left.